welcome to the Toddcast. Um, so, it's Monday, 4th of February, and uh, that means that yesterday evening, I did my yearly watch of the American football, and so I figured that since Friday's episode was concerning the sports and the Super Bowl and so forth, um, I would record sort of my reaction to the game, uh, to the world, in case anyone is interested, um, and, and probably join along with, with, you know, from what I understand, several other voices on the internet and, and saying, you know, how that went for me and what I think and, and so on and so forth. So, um, Let's, let's see, uh, I was watching the game, and um, how, how to best summarize this. Uh, I think I'm going to, to, to do it by, by stealing someone else's quote. Um, while watching the game, I, I was sitting on the couch. I had my you know pocket computer out, um, flipping through various thises and thats. Um, and as a part of that was looking at the, the Twitter... Um, and the Twitter app has, you know, the, the little feature where it's got, you know, the Twitter moments where you can sort of see, I'm hesitant to call it news because it's just random topics that are trending, similar threads of tweets all put together. Uh, they used to call it moments. I'm not sure if they still do or not. I don't pay that level of attention apparently. But anyway, I was looking through that and there was a, uh, an article type thing. Uh, I believe it was Entertainment Weekly. Uh, where they apparently talked to some folks who were, who were watching the Super Bowl, um, and, and were, were, were none too pleased with it, and the quote that they used, uh, described it as, like, watching Ambien, uh, which I got a good laugh out of, and I can also relate. Um, I realize that every game is different. Some are more exciting than others. Some are less exciting than others. Um, and so, you know, you just because just the Super Bowl is the big game doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the the biggest and the best. It's just the two top teams from that particular, you know, season. But, dear God, if the Super Bowl was representative of, of what the American football is like these days, um, I, 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 I sit in my car on my way to work fairly well justified in not being all that terribly excited about it. Um, I mean... For three quarters, it was it was three to three, and that's that's just that, that's that's just disappointing and sad. Because um, that means no one really accomplished anything until the till the tail end there. Um, and again, I'm not you know Mr. Football who knows all of the things. Um, I mean, I can on a sort of basic level understand you know some of the strategies and, and the ideas there can relate to, you know, what I'm sure some people will say that, you know, well, yes, it wasn't very high scoring, but, you know, it's very strategic, and, and go on and talk about, you know, how the Patriots do this, and how the, the Rams did that, and, you know, the, the style of the Rams play, you know, got it to where, you know, they, they burnt themselves out, whereas the, the Patriots have, you know, better longevity and stamina, and were there, therefore were able to, you know, keep themselves going until the fourth quarter when they finally made, you know, their touchdown, and etc., and blah, 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 blah. 
and that all may be very true. Um, but eh, come on, guys, it's it, it's you know, it, it's just I I couldn't do any better. I'll I'll throw that out right now. Um, you know, it's not like I you know put me on a field coach. I'll make all the touchdowns, but it just wasn't a very exciting or, or fun or, or good game in, in my opinion. Um, again, as a person who's not watched a whole heck of a lot of the, the sports ball and, and really didn't have any vested interest one way or the other, um, just not, not, not my cup of tea for a wide variety of reasons. Um, so you may ask yourselves, well, Todd, if you're not into football and you know, it was pretty clear, you know, a quarter or so in, or definitely by the half, that it was not going to be, you know, some epic battle. Why, 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 why were you watching it in the first place? Why didn't you continue to watch it? Um, and, you know, I'm not normally a person who uh, likes to cast blame on others. Uh, you know, I'm responsible for my, my own self. I could have walked away from that at any point and done, you know, something else. Um, and I'm certainly not one to, to toss blame, uh, you know, on, on my loved ones, uh, specifically, um, you know, the, the wife, but, um, she always watches the, she's not a giant sports person, uh, particularly with American football. Um, she's more of a soccer gal, um, her and her family grew up, um, very well invested in what the rest of the world calls football, uh, big soccer people. Um, but she will watch the Super Bowl, um, and chiefly for for two reasons. I want to say three reasons. This government, um, and if I'm misrepresenting Abby, you, you let me know, and I'll I'll issue a retraction on a future cast. Um, one, the commercials, um, because the Super Bowl commercials are, are you know now a thing. Um, quick footnote on the Super Bowl commercials is that apparently a bunch of them are now, I don't know if it's leaked or released intentionally ahead of the game. So most of what you see during, during the, 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 the breaks in the match are no longer surprises, which to me seems just weird. Um, as that was the whole, I would have thought the whole marketing point of spending that kind of ridiculous money on Super Bowl ad time was because there are so many eyes on it, and if you can just go to YouTube and watch it, you then don't have to watch. Like, it seems like the NFL loses out on that situation. Um, but whatever. And, you know, there were some there were some pretty good ones there. Um, so number one would be the commercials. Uh, number two is Abby does, on occasion, like to have a good reason uh, to yell at the screen. At, at, at her own admission. Um, there, there aren't a lot of times where, you know, when we're sitting watching a thing to where we'll, we'll, we'll you know, talk to the screen or, or yell at things. Um, the occasional, you know, political speech, I suppose that will happen in the privacy of our own home. Um, but watching football does absolutely give you an opportunity to, to, to get, you know, all fired up and worked up and, and, and yell stuff uh, at the screen. Um, and so, you know, that's a bit of a draw for her. Um, and for me, that's, you know, kind of entertaining as well. Um, I, I tend to not get real spun up about, well, 
about about much of it. I mean, there there are some things I get spun up on, and I, I get plenty spun up on those. I make up for it by getting spun up on those. But sports is not one of them, um, especially when I don't care who's winning or losing. Uh, but it's 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 fun. It's entertaining to me to watch her yell at the screen. I guess. Um, so that's number two, and number three, which I think is a special for you know this year, is she really 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 does not like the Patriots um, and Tom Brady in specific um, I'm fairly certain that if she were given the opportunity uh, to do so uh, without penalty she, she would absolutely strap him down and, and just, just force ketchup into his mouth uh, apparently he doesn't eat tomatoes uh, Abby kept making some reference that he doesn't you know partake in nightshades whatever which is just a ridiculous thing on all fronts um I don't know enough background on it to, to really make any sort of judgment calls. And generally speaking, you know, what, what you do and what you choose to eat or not eat is, you know, kind of up to you as long as you're not, you know, forcing that nonsense on me. Um, I'm not sure by what virtue you eschew tomato and tomato products, what the logic there is, but it just seems weird. And I don't know if that necessarily upsets upsets her um, as much as she just doesn't like him and his team, and that's a weird quirk about him upon which you can, you know, strike on. I don't know. Um, but there was a lot of forced tomato talk um, as part of the screen yelling. Um, you know. So, uh, that's why I was watching, was, was for the entertainment value, not necessarily of the game itself, but, but of sort of the, um, you know, subsidiary sort of um, entertainment on the periphery, as it were. Um, but knowing that I was going to watch the game and, you know, I got to spend time with Abby instead of just sitting over on my side of the basement, you know, painting miniatures or whatever. Uh, you know, I did, like I said, I watched the game um, and was just thoroughly unimpressed. Um, not, I, I, I don't know. It just wasn't, kind of excitement, because I've seen good games before, I guess that's the thing, like if I'd never seen football, I wouldn't maybe know the difference, um, but I have watched football before, and I have seen where it can be exciting, and you know, they're they're running good plays, and getting distance, and you know, taking risks, and some of those risks pay off, and some of them fail spectacularly, and you know, that, and that's, you know, that can be exciting, um, admittedly, it probably didn't help that I really didn't care who was winning or losing. I mean, like I said in the previous cast, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the animals. So, you know, I was kind of hoping for the Rams to, to make a thing happen. Um, but, uh, that, that failed to do so. Um, and like I said, it, it, you know, when you're only rooting someone because they're, you know, their mascot, uh, falls into a certain criteria, not because you actually give a crap about the team themselves, you know, you're slightly less vested, probably care slightly less about on, but it still just wasn't, it wasn't good. Um, you know, there are points throughout the, uh, the broadcast where I'm, you know, sitting there thinking to myself, you know, this isn't really doing it for me. Um, what, what, what could be done here to make this something that I would be more interested in seeing and watching and, and, and taking part in? Uh, and I, I had a few ideas. Um, admittedly, um, and, you know, warning fair peoples, 
most of these suggestions involve um, making the game particularly more dangerous uh, to the players. Um, and I know that there's, you know, there's there's some some uproar amongst those that speak of football in terms of oh, it's too dangerous as it is. There's a particular concern about you know concussions and people you know messing their heads up and proper precautions not being taken to, to prevent um, head injury or, or taking proper action when people are you know injuring each other in the, the general skull region. Uh, you know, and I that and I agree. You know, I'm I'm sure if I had someone in my life who actually played the football, I would I would share those concerns um but at the same time i don't know it's i mean it's football it's it's american football you like you're you're in helmets and all sort of padding and the, the main premise of the thing is that you know beefy dudes are ramming into other beefy dudes to knock them backwards or on their ass or, or whatever like that's that's kind of what everybody signed up for you know like no I'm not recommending that we start playing football without helmets. Um, although part of me wonders if that might not also solve the problem. I think that by the fact that you guys are both wearing, you know, helmets, when you smash into each other and smash, you know, helmet on helmet, uh, it's probably going to mess your head up. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. But I kind of think that, you know, if we went back to the olden days uh, where your helmet involved basically a leather cap, maybe you wouldn't ram head first into someone else's head. I don't know, um, you know, um, but it's football, it's, it's, you know, a lot of folks like to, you know, talk about it as though it's, you know, a combat sport, or, you know, representative of, of, you know, a battlefield, and a, a war that's going on, um, and, you know, I think if you're gonna go that route, you just, you just embrace it, you just run with it, uh, and I, I would find it, you know, far more appealing. Know, if if the uh, I think it would be interesting if they weren't just in you know helmets and, and you know shoulder pads and stuff, but you know let's get those boys out there in full chainmail. Um, you know you're 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 a big beefy dude and you, you work out and are in good physical shape. You know a couple 20, 30 pounds of chainmail shouldn't you know slow you up too much. Um, and, 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 you know, opens up the options for, for other things. Uh, you know, knee spikes, elbow spikes, um, you know, brass knuckles type situations. So, yeah, it, it's, it, you know, it's going to hurt. Yes, that's, you know, it's, it's combat. Uh, but it's not going to, you know, you know we're, we're not giving anyone, you know, broadswords. Not giving people armor. You, you give them, you know, a little something. Um... I think it would be neat, uh, and, and if you gave the, um, the defensive line, um, basically riot shields, um, I think that, I think that would up the tempo of the game and, and get rid of a bunch of these, these plays that, that often happen where they just, oh, we're going to hand off the ball to this guy and he's going to run right into the middle of the formation to try and get like two or three yards forward, um, by trying to bum rush his, his way through, you know, a mass of people. Um, again, I understand the tactics of football. Sometimes, you know, you want to just get some short, 
distance. You can't be throwing, you know, long bombs the whole game. That, that, that doesn't really work. But I've seen a lot of games where it just seems like, oh, this team's tactic is to taut hand the ball to guy X and run him through the middle. And you end up spending a game like we saw yesterday where it's, you know, just forever to get up the field. And I, I you know, get the boys riot shields. And if you want to try and, you know, bounce through that, either you're either going to be really good at it uh, and just displace some people with shields in an explosive fashion, and I think that would be exciting. Uh, or you're just going to bounce back on your ass and not go anywhere, and you won't try playing those sorts of nonsense, um, those sorts of nonsense shenanigans. Um, I think that I think that would improve things. Um, I, I, I and I do say that should be the defensive folk that get that. Um, you know, it's defense shields makes sense to me. Um, I think you give, I think if you give shields to everyone on the front lines, then it's just two walls smashing into each other. And, and that's not really doing that. That almost forces it in the other direction, uh, to where you have no option, but to do, you know, passing things, which is probably also not as, you know, super exciting to me. Um, so that was one idea. Um, if we're going to armor everyone, um, with chain mail, plate mail, um, I think scale mail would be would be particularly effective. Um, if you, you know, the, the armor that looks like it's made of a bunch of you know fish scales. Uh, for those of you who don't play D and D or are not familiar with that that type of armor, um, I think that would be neat. I think you could make them out of you know some some carbon fiberness to make them nice and lightweight, um, but yet so that you know it would it would you know disperse any damage and, and deflect. Um, blows, particularly blades, uh, because I think that if you could somehow get, um, something somewhat bladed or spiked into the game, I think that would, would, would create for some interesting scenarios. Again, provided that the players had adequate protection so that, you know, no one's just inherently just dying. I'm not, I'm not looking for it to turn into, you know, a bloodbath. Um, there is a game, uh, a miniatures game, put out by uh, Games Workshop called Blood Bowl, which is kind of like football, but you're playing, you know, dwarves versus orcs, and you do have weapons, and you do, you know, it, it is a blood sport, um, which I've played a couple games of. It's pretty, it's pretty all right. Um, but I'm not looking to recreate that. I mean, I'm still wanting it to be, you know, sporting and fair, and no one, you know, no one suffers, you know, from mortality. Uh, but just if you're gonna have a combat sport, let's 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 up the ante a little bit. Uh, but if you've got some some high grade, uh, lightweight scale mail armor on all of the on all the peoples, um, another idea I had um, was to, I mean it's still a football, it's still the same size, shape, etc. Um, but maybe make it out of a slightly um, thinner material, uh, and instead of just being inflated, uh, you know, with air or whatever they put in, I assume it's just air, I don't know, maybe those things are all pumped full of, you know, nitrogen or something, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, um, but you put, you, you, you fill the football with some sort of, you know, aerosol, uh, paint or dye of some sort, um, and you, you know, make it a provision that, you know, if the ball bursts, 
um, anyone who gets die on them is is out of the game. Just like you, you are rotated out. Uh, you know, you, you sort of turn the football into sort of a uh, a grenade um, stand-in sort of thing. Um, I think that would be, be interesting because you know no one's going to try to break the thing open. Unless you're in the middle of a whole cluster of, you know, their best, you know, defensemen, in which case you, you know, maybe one of your guys has to, you know, take one for the team, uh, literally. Um, but, you know, I, I think that would, you know, because I think the other thing is, is you know, you've got these, these teams that have, you know, it's, it's 11 dudes on the field at any given time, but they've got backups. There's, there's like second, third string. I mean, this is professional ball. I got to think there are plenty of guys hanging out. Um, that would love nothing better than to be able to say, "Hey, I played in the in the you know the Super Bowl," uh, but they don't get a chance because you just keep your, your 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 top guys. Again, obviously, from a strategic standpoint, you want your best people as long as they're able to be out there and perform. You want to keep them keep them going. Um, but I think by introducing some of these things, you kind of get more of a rotation. Um, those guys get to see some play. You, you get, you know, better play. Because, like I said, I think the, you know, one of the reasons why last night's game kind of went the way it did is, you know, some folks just got worn down. And so, you know, mistakes were made. Um, whereas if you're constantly replenishing and swapping people out, um, you know, fresh people, fresh energy, they're, they're making it happen the whole game. It keeps it, keeps it, keeps it going, keeps it on its toes, uh, you know, for the whole, quote, 60 minutes, end quote. Um, you know, I, I, I think that would be, be exciting. And again, it's just die. It's just paint. No one's actually dying. Um, or they're being died, but they're not dying. Um, you know, and you take them out. Maybe it's not permanent. Maybe you're out for the remainder of that quarter. You know, I don't know. Um, but, you know, if you've got a situation to where you've got, you know, Tom Brady, who's constantly doing stuff, and you don't like that, you, you know, you know, get the ball near him and somebody pokes a hole in that sucker and oh, oh look at you dude sorry collateral damage my friend you're out for this court i'm just saying it could, it could up the tactical end of things um by by introducing some of these deals um speaking of tactics um i'm gonna go completely uh, in a different direction and um i guess really sound super unscrupulous uh by by putting forward this uh, and I guess I'll preface it by saying, I, you know, I don't actually expect anyone to, to do this sort of thing, um, and understand why you wouldn't. Um, it's just, again, being very much on the periphery of, of American football, I'm not, you know, as well-versed in all of the rules. Um, and I'm just curious if this is even feasible or possible. I mean, erase the, 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 the inherent, um, Uncivility and you know um, general sense of cheating and and not in the intent of fair play and so forth. But just from a strict rules perspective, uh, I'm curious if the following scenario were were to be impossible. Um, and so last night I'm watching the game, you know, and 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 there were some trends that you'd see, um, you know. I, I, and I don't remember anyone's name but Tom Brady, and that's just because, you know, like I said, I've, I've heard it used as an expletive uh, so often as, as we are getting into the Super Bowl season here. But 
you know, they'd line up, you know, the, 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 the Patriots would have the possession. They'd line up, they'd snap, the ball would go to Brady, he'd throw it to some bearded gentleman um, who would, you know, short passes, make some distance, boom, 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 and just slowly work their way up. Um, it just kept, it just kept happening. Um, and I, and, and, and that's when this, this thought occurred to me. So if you're, if you're the, the opposing team, in this case, the Rams, but just any opponent in any matchup where you're like, there is a key person here that if we were able to disrupt him to, to, you know, get cause a situation, um, that would radically change the, 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 the course of the game. Um, you've got good reason to think that, um, you know, for example, let we take out Tom Brady, they got to put in their, their, you know, backup quarterback, whatever things, things change. Um, so when you, when you, you know, you rush the quarterback and if you get him, it's a sack and I'm vaguely familiar with how all that works. And obviously you got to get your guys through the line to, you know, to, to make that happen. Um, and I also know that there are rules against late hits and so on and so forth. Um, but I guess if, if, if you, as the defensive team, um, kind of got together and said, you know what, this guy's got to go down. Uh, we need to take out person X. We don't care what happens. If, it, if they get a touchdown out of this, it'll be worth it because it will prevent them from, you know, doing other things in the future. And so you just have your whole defensive line line up and they got one, one mission to get to the quarterback and just, just lay him out, like take him out of the game. And, and just so we're clear here again, I don't actually advocate this, but what I am saying is that they are aiming to injure. All right. And you line up all your defensemen and he snaps the ball and they just go for it. Like no one's covering runners. No one's doing anything. There are people, you know, doing whatever. And even if he hands the ball off, and isn't running with it. They are, they are, laser focused on getting to the quarterback and let's have 11 guys pile on top of him in hopes that he is not able to rejoin the game for a little bit here. Um, what would that, what would, what would the, what would the impact of that be? What, 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 what would that look like? Cause like I said, I, it, I, I know that, you know, there are rules against, you know, late hits and rules against, you know, trying to obviously, you know, take a dude out. And I think those are probably good rules. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not actually thinking that people should do this. I'm just wondering why they wouldn't or couldn't, or if they, someone decided, no, screw it. We're doing it. I'm taking that guy out. Uh, what the repercussions would be. Um, cause I gotta think that's gotta be, you know, more than, you know, a 10 yard penalty and a free first down. Uh, you know, what, what does that look like? Um, so if any of my listeners would, would you know, are, are hip to the uh, the sports ball rules and, and would be willing to, you know, kind of outline what that would look like, um, I, I, I'm keen to know. Um, again, not, not a thing I would actually want people to do because, you know, you think what you like about, you know, the Patriots and Tom Brady or really any team and any other human. Having 11 big dudes jump on you is not really what you signed up for. Um, and I don't advocate that. Um, it's more of a thought experience, uh, experiment, uh, sort of a deal. Um, 
What else we got? Um, if we didn't want to introduce actual weapons, um, I had the thought of making everyone's shoulder pads. Um, instead of being, you know, that, that I don't know, whatever um, polymer, you know, plasticky, whatever it is that they're made out of. Um, cast iron, uh, like cast iron skillets. Um, and and I, I would understand where a lot of you would jump to the conclusion that, you know, I, I my reasoning for that is just so they'd be, you know, more hardcore and cause more damage to the people they're ramming into. But that's actually not the reason on that one. Uh, the rationale there is that because they would be so much heavier, um, you would, you would, you know, you're, you, that would have an impact on, on your, your, your play style. Um, you know, the mobility of the people, um, you know, how their, their overall endurance and stamina. I think that if you had a couple layers of, uh, I mean, take a couple of cast iron skillets at home, you know, the handles normally have those little holes in the end. You put some rope through there. Uh, lash those bad boys together. Rest the rest one on each shoulder with the rope, and you know, act as sort of a you know a back brace sort of thing. Strap those on. Walk around the house. Um, see how that works for you. Um, you know, I, I just I did, like I said, little, little things. Little things can be done. Um, I think that um, there was one one point where I was thinking that you know instead of it being you know, a football, like, as we know, the football to be, um, what if it were some sort of, um, other projectile, and I'm not talking about, you know, like a freaking, you know, rocket-powered grenade or some nonsense, I'm thinking more like, okay, it's like a t-shirt cannon with, you know, a thing inside of it that, you know, is, is more aerodynamic and better, better designed for flight than a t-shirt, like that kind of power, like okay, this thing runs off a CO2 cartridge, not you know gunpowder or fire or whatever, but just something that would launch the projectiles for you, um, but not have a big risk of too much collateral damage, uh, you know. Um, and so what you do is instead of the football, it's this you know tube, um, you know. Um, and again, you can run with, you just, you, you, you know, if you're going to running play, you just run with the tube as opposed to the football, you know. Um, and if you're going to, you know, do a pass thing, you, you know, you probably would put it up on your shoulder like, um, like a rocket-powered grenade thing, like you see in the movies, you know, they want to shoot down an airplane and they, you know, put the thing up on the big tube thing on their shoulder and off it goes. Something like that when you want to do a pass play, you just kind of, and it launches, um, off to your, you know, your, your receivers. Uh, so you'd still have the same options, but just a little, little different. You know, you'd probably get, get a little better distance um, that way. And I think that you, you counteract that by, you know, giving everybody, you know, cast iron padding. Because um, if everybody can go as fast as they normally would, and you can launch this thing from one end zone to the other, that's not going to make the game that much more exciting. So you got to reduce the range of your people. And so, yeah, you can shoot that much further. But, are you gonna, are they gonna be able to make it happen? And frankly, if you've got, you know, somebody who's extra spry, and he's rocking the cast iron, and he's able to make it, you know, 80 yards down the thing, you know, in a timely enough fashion to where you're able to, to you know, aim up and launch before you get, you know, piled on top of by a bunch of dudes. 
I think that's an exciting play. I think that makes for good, good, you know, good spectator sport. Um, it's probably not going to happen very often, which makes it kind of spectacular, you know. Um, yeah, you know, um, I feel like, uh, what else? I, I, I had a couple, I had a couple. Truncheons, giving, giving certain key people truncheons, um, was another one. Again, that kind of, you know, that kind of requires the, you know, again, are actually armoring the folk. Um, because otherwise that's just gonna get, that's just gonna be bad. And that's, that's no good. Um, oh, oh, I remember the other one that I think would be particularly good. Um, it might make things a little tricky for the, for the folks in the stadium, the, the spectators who bought tickets. Uh, but I think for those of us watching on TV, this, this next piece would be, would be nifty. Um, and I guess, as a quick side note, you know, we're watching the game, and, you know, they occasionally, you know, move the camera to, oh, here's what it would be like if you were in, you know, the C deck, section 43L, or whatever, you know, the, the common man's view. Um, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's no way in hell I would enjoy this game in person. Because uh, you can't really, you, you see the whole thing from one angle, that's way the heck far away, and you can barely tell who's who. Um, which, I guess if that was your only ever football experience, and that's what you're accustomed to, maybe it wouldn't bother you. But I gotta think that most people who watch football watch it on the television, to where the, the angles shift, and you can see all the action, and, you know, make out that, you know, wow, a whole lot of football players just have the faces of pedophiles. Like, you can't do that when you're way up there in the rafters. Um... But on TV, you can see all that, and the stats, and whatever. And it just seems like a way less of a experience in person. You know, you just don't have access to the data or the views or whatever. Like, it's, it's, it just doesn't seem as good. And also, because I don't like being around that many people at once, um, the Super Bowl to me seems like an awful situation just by virtue of being crammed, you know, assholes and elbows on top of that many people. But... The point I'm trying to get to is, is if you're in the stadium and you were to implement some sort of terrain rules to the field, I can see how sitting in the stands, if you were sitting in a place that, you know, is kind of on the wrong side of that small, you know, underbrush uh, or shrubbery, you wouldn't be able to see much of anything and that wouldn't be fun. But <coughs> for the folks at home who get the advantage of whatever camera angles, and, you know, the, the overhead view and whatnot, it wouldn't matter. Uh, but basically what I'm saying is, is you, you, you put some terrain in there. Instead of it just being a big flat rectangle marked off by yards, um, you know, you throw a couple hills in there. You, you, you know, you, you put up, uh, you know, uh, a small, a couple small walls or fences. Um, like I said, maybe some shrubberies, some thickets. You put in a, a small, you know, water feature of some sort, just sort of scattered around, um, Again, this, this comes from my background in, in playing the miniatures war games uh, to where, you know, if you're playing, them, um, you know, I've played games where it's just you put your army on one side of the table, they put their army on the other side of the table, and there's no there's no terrain. There's no, you know, elevation changes, no forests, no, nothing to block line of sight, nothing to hide behind, and it's just two, marches, two armies marching into each other, and those are boring games. Like, that, that's no good. And that's basically what football is. It's okay here. Guys, you know, you try to get to this end with the ball. You guys try to get to the other end with the ball. Have fun. 
Uh, no, you still have some terrain in there to where you can't... All those 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 plays you sorted out, uh, you know, no longer necessarily work because if he, you know, cuts to the left and goes down 10 yards and then cuts to the right, well, he's going to, you know, run smack dab into that, you know, four-foot-tall concrete block wall that's at a 45-degree angle, uh, you know, to the direction you're going. That's going to be a problem, you know. Uh, yeah, dude's open, but as soon as he, he catches it, he's going to, you know, fall immediately into, you know, this, this water feature. Um, and you know he's not going to be able to go anywhere. And instead, your other option is to try and toss to the other guy on the other side of the field who's about to run headlong into a freaking bush. You know, it, it just, it, it, it makes it a little more, more interesting, a little more exciting. Um, you know, my initial thought before I came upon the terrain idea was some sort of, um, not actual landmines. Again, I'm not trying to, to try to kill people, but like squares on the field that, that, you know, you, you couldn't necessarily tell were booby trapped but had powerful springs under them that, you know, when weight was applied, they would ping and launch people sort of a deal. Um, that sort of landmine, uh, sort of action, you know, or, or, or just, you take certain areas of the field and underneath the, um, you know, again, we're, you know, like a yard by yard or two yard by two yard section or just randomly placed sections. Um, beginning of every game in secrecy you know you you place under the astroturf uh you know these springboard style you know landmine bouncy deals um you know and like i said being game no one knows where they are but obviously once the game starts everyone's gonna know where they are and you have to plan accordingly you know you, there's a discovery phase there in that first quarter uh you could also take other squares and and basically make um what's beneath them sort of like trampoline-ish so that, you know, you go there and it, it's going to, you know, it's going to give, it's going to bounce, whatever. And, you know, when you don't know it's there, you're going to probably going to trip and fall or whatever. And, you know, it's going to mess up your whatever. But once you figure out it's there and you plan accordingly, you get your running back down there. He makes a running bounce onto it, can catch some sick air and your quarterback launches one, you know, into his chest at, you know, 10 feet high that's some spectacular good stuff to watch. I'm just saying, um, you know, stuff like that, you know, uh, just, just little, little, little surprise things to keep, keep folks on their toes. Cause you know, last night's game was just super boring. Um, and it's because they were just doing the same thing. Like, Oh, Brady's going to show, going to throw some short passes and they're going to make some yardage, you know, and then they're going to do some running things. And, oh, okay. And then you're going to punt okay, well, these guys are going to do the thing, and they're going to run some stuff, and they're going to keep running in the middle, and they're going to, you know, go, oh, and then they're going to punt. Oh, they're going to field goal. Oh, they're going to... Like, it was just it was just boring. It was just dumb. Um, but I think that, you know, if you had a, you know, paint-filled grenade ball, um, and everybody's wearing, you know, cast-iron shoulder pads, um, you know, on a field that, you know ground beneath you may eject you, uh, three feet into the air randomly. Uh, I think that makes things a little more exciting for me. You know, um, again, your, your mileage may vary. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of, you know, football enthusiasts who, who 
very much like the game as it is um, and would, would prefer keep it that way. Um, and again, it's it, let's face it, it's your sport. You, you enjoy it as it is. Um, but if someone, you know, were to decide to, you know, football 2.0 and implement some of these uh, ideas I've got, um, you will have, you will definitely have a fan, uh, in me, uh, most likely. Because, um, I, 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 yeah, like I said, I, it's just, just different. Um, so, I am almost to my work, uh, which I didn't really realize I was going to rattle on about the Super Bowl for quite this long. Um, but here we are, so I guess we're going to call that an episode. Um, later on this week, uh, got a, got a couple things in mind. Uh, one, I actually got a couple of listener challenge, uh, listener challenges, uh, issued to me over the weekend. I'm going to try and do at least one of those later. Uh, and then while I was mucking around in the Anchor app, I came across a recording I did in, I want to say early October that I don't think I ever aired and I'm not sure why. So I have to listen to that and make sure it's actually, you know, worthy. Um, and I might drop that one just for a, a little throwback situation. Um, anyway, thanks for listening to me ramble on about a sport I, I, I have no qualifications to speak about. Um, and I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, until next time, I hope you have a good one. And that's it. <laughs>